Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. Yes, and that's what, yes. and we love, and we love to hear different stories. So you're not just hearing Katie and I, but we are so, I say this all the time, but we really are excited today. How great is this guest? And so our topic today is kind of finding that identity, not just as a mom, but as you. So as Kitty, as me, and I'll introduce our guest in a second, but it's such a, a good topic in the sense of, you know, usually when we become moms and dads too, absolutely, we find that one of our biggest excuses is time. Well, my kids have to go here. It's summer. They're out of school, da, 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 like all this stuff. But this guest is going to talk a little bit on the other end of having younger kids. She now has some older kids that are often graduated. So we're going to introduce Miss Sharon or Dr. Sharon. And we met Sharon through our health coaching. It's been an honor to get to know her and she's clear while well, we're in the Midwest. So she's on the East side and enjoying that. Dr. Sharon, would you just share with us a little bit about your background before we kind of get into the nitty gritty of this topic? Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited, having never formally done a podcast before. Um, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, you know, so I'm, I'm at the uh, second half of life in my early 50s with uh, a senior in college and twins that are starting college, um, one in about two weeks, doing a summer session, and the other one starting in August. So um, to be where I am today and having the peace of mind to know that it's Life's not over just because my kids are now out of the house. I've been a physician for 25, this is the 26th year now, and I've spent my whole life taking care of everybody else, Mm. my patients, the practices, and then the family, and then the practice, and then the family, Mm. and I never did self-care, ever. I mean, isn't that the definition of mom? (laughs) <laughs> no offense to the dads out there, but the definition of mom of wo- or just woman first, like you don't have to be a parent, but ma, a woman and mom, um, and then an employee, it's always give, 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 and we don't do self-care. So um, I learned about self-care actually through our coaching program 10 years ago, and that's when my life literally did a 180. I gained more health despite at that time, 15 years of medical knowledge, because of being coached, because of having a community, because of having the resources. And let me tell you, it wasn't always easy, because I had that time excuse. But 
I learned that I am so much more than my excuses because what's possible without them is uh, it's endless. I love that, Sharon. That's great. (laughs) It makes you like, just already want to like cheer up in the sense of we take our being a mom, we put that on the front burner first and that takes priority. And when you don't, you know, take care of yourself and stuff, you kind of like lose yourself. Right. And Kitty can speak on this. And so I think that's a good lead way into our excuse of the day. Right. Kitty. That whole identity piece as a mom. I mean, we've talked before about wearing busyness as a badge of honor. And I think that goes hand in hand with the momming. (laughs) If you're not running your kids to a thousand things or trying to be present at every extracurricular event, every recital, every presentation, whatever. If you're not doing those things, you feel like you're, you know, you're not being the Pinterest mom, quote unquote, that everyone, you know, touts about on social media, where in reality, we try to show up in all of those areas, like Sharon mentioned for your job for once, because we're in, we're definitely in the era of moms working outside the home. And so you're trying to, you know, continue to compete for, you know, being the best that you can be as, um, you know, as an employee, or for some of us branching out into that whole realm of, you know, running a business, because we expect more out of ourselves and we want to be able to still show up and have that time freedom and that financial you know flexibility when it comes to being able to do those things for our kids and show up for our kids yet in the midst of all of that it's really 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 easy to get sucked in and like totally forget who we are as individuals because you are so aligned with that identity as a mom and not that that's a bad thing right i mean you created these people. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. <laughs> and you have a an obligation to help them grow and become responsible adults. And sometimes when we're in the thick of those younger toddler elementary years where Kyla and I are presently, it's easy to get bogged down in the, oh my goodness, this is hard. This is hard. I don't have time. I don't know who I am, like how how am I supposed to take time for myself? And then suddenly you blink and you're sitting where Sharon is. <laughs> They're gone. They're gone. Like, yes, they rely on you for, you know, a different type of support at that point. You know, if we don't keep our or find our own identities during that time frame, like, what do we do when our kids are gone? I mean, I'm not gonna follow them around at least not at this point, I don't have an intent to, to relocate myself and implant myself, you know, in their home <laughs> for forever. But Sherrod, if you have any insight into what that phase has looked like over, like even just this past year, as you've been preparing, because it's not like this just suddenly, you know, jumps up on you. I mean, I'm sure you've had some thoughts about what this phase of life is going to look like. And is there anything that you've done to kind of mentally prepare yourself for how to best, you know, navigate the, this, this time. You know, I think I I have to go back in time a little bit and say that um, one of the things that I think we get trapped in is that we are one person that we define our being here 
as I'm mom. Before I was a mom, I was just a doctor. And so it, it wasn't um, who I was. It's what I did. And so we get caught up in, well, I'm a mom and I have to go to every event. And you know what? Look back. I mean, we're all in different decades of life, but look back in your own past. Were your parents present every single time? Mm. If they weren't, do you hold a grudge? Did you learn from that? Did you show up and get to tell a better story as the younger kids? And guess what I did today? And then how did you as the mom respond to that? Where you're like, I'm so sorry, I missed it. Or, oh my God, that's so exciting. I can't wait for the next time you can do that. And so it, it took me working on my mental health, to be honest, and my um, vision of what I wanted, not only for my own life, but for my kids, that I'm okay with them spending the last year and a half of how do I apply to college? How do I write personal essays? Hmm. I mean, imagine as women adults that we had to write a personal essay about our life so that we can get admitted to a school. I mean, how hard would that be? I think now for the three of us, it would be easier because we've hmm. learned about ourselves and we've learned we are more than just mom. Um, my identity is multifaceted. I am Sharon. Kitty is Kitty. Kyla is Kyla. We also play role of mom, spouse, doctor, nurse, fill in the blank job. Those are the things that we do in our life. But my life has more meaning as a whole because I take care of myself during these transition years so that I'm more present and capable as the mom, the spouse, the doc, the, the job. And so... Um, what would I say to people in that transition? Let your kids stumble a little bit because that's life. Um, be there for them. Um, they know, at least my kids know, um, it's just as hard for me to have them leave as it is for them to leave. So we're more alike than we're not. They might not admit to telling you that. My son won't admit it. But my, my one daughter, who's the twin, will absolutely go, I'm worried about you guys. How are you going to do without us in the house? And so it's the opportunity to say, I've given, given, given enough. Like whether your kids are newborns or going to college, work on your self-care and do what's important for you so you can show up in all of those aspects of make, who make you whole the best way possible. And then model that for your kids. You desperately needed them and they desperately needed you when they were little. And now that's different. And if you've done your job well and you've shown that you can handle them leaving, and I cry with them. I mean, or I, I cry and they watch me. Mm -hmm. It's okay. That makes me human. I'm emotional. I'm not an emotional person. I am emotional as part of my identity. Um, Again, I'm more than one thing. Even though we dedicate our lives to that one thing, it, it doesn't serve. And we don't want to look back and see our kids follow in our footsteps of lack of self-care mm -hmm. that we've given ourselves. And that's yeah. one of the things for the 30 to 50-year-old woman out there. It's one of my things that I'm most passionate about. Don't allow your kids to see you not doing self-care so they struggle the same way that we have when they're at your age that you are now. So showing them that, you know what, I'm going to take care of my health in all different ways. And these ladies are phenomenal 
presenters on how you can do that. Um, and, you know, leave the excuses um, because it's, it's not important to you. You don't want to look back at your years and go, I wasn't capable of being there for them even beyond because that's not, that's not a feel good for any part of your identity. You talked about just like, you know, starting sooner, like you wish you would have probably all three of us could say, we wish we would have done the self-care sooner in our either motherhood or even when we could recognize it. So share with us just like, what was that, you know, pivotal moment when, you know, as a doctor, because that's when you started to make that shift of self-care and, and working on yourself, what was that like moment of like, I do need to have more than just an identity as a mom? Like, what was that? Okay, I, I have to do something about that. And you finally left those other excuses behind. But where, where would you say that kind of like, was your pivotal moment, if I can talk, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) well, for me, actually, that moment, it's kind of interesting, it came from inside of my practice, it came from a patient, my patient got healthier in ways that I wasn't helping. I talked about it. And I wrote it down. And I said, go do these things. And he didn't, he ended up having a coach, and a community and an education. And he changed his life because he had used the resources that were available. So it was for me, it was, I think I know it all. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. I don't have time. I know what to do, but I got to take care of the kids. Cause if I don't take care of my kids, then, you know, like Kitty said, like, what's everybody else going to think? You know, I then realized through a conversation with a coach that I was struggling in my house. Nobody would have looked at me and thought she's unhealthy, but I was, I was addicted to sleeping pills for almost two decades. And proud to say I haven't used a sleeping pill in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so when I started to realize that there was more possible in my life than where I was in my early 40s, I said, I have to shift. I I had to pivot completely and say, let me try it. Let me trust another person. Because sometimes we don't want to trust another person who we don't know as well. And we've got these deep, dark feelings that we're all alone in this and you know, if I look like I need help, then how are my kids going to see me? And nope. And one conversation, that's all it took, said, well, how about you try something different? You know, a, a definition of insanity, right? Keep doing the same thing over and over again, <laughs> different results. It wasn't working. And I was already 43 at the time. Mm-hmm. So shift, try something new, try one thing for yourself and go, oh, feels good. I like that. I feel like I'm 20 again because I can do these things. Where did we get lost between our leaving high school, regardless of secondary education, to parenting? We got like we had this free for all behavior and I can do what I want when I want and I'm healthy. But that eventually shifted into I don't take care of myself because my identity became I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm an employer or an employee or whatever. And, and we lost who we were. So when I found myself and I started sleeping, honestly, that was a big trigger for me. I realized there's more to life. What are your present time? Like what do your kids and husband and your surroundings, what would they say about this Sharon compared to the Sharon 10 years ago? (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's a very interesting question because I was thinking about that with my kids leaving, going, 
what were those first five years of my journey that's now 10 years old? What was I like to them? I know how I was, but they would say, I'm happier. I'm more calm. I participate more with them. I'm actually more present in their lives now than I was when they were little for several reasons. One of them, they don't remember, right? We remember, but they don't remember. They remember how you made them feel. They remember the special little note in the lunch boxes that you left. And yes, I still made high school kids. They're <laughs> guilty. Um, they remember that, you know, the first day of school, I never worked and I, I made cookies for them to come home to. But those things that we feel like it's stuck and made us unhappy and irritable and short-tempered and blame, blame, blame. Now it's like, hey, just come and talk to me. I want to be, you know, we can't be our kids' friends all the time, but I want to be human with you. I want to do life with you. I want to show you what's possible. And they see that. They see my joy in what I do every day, as opposed to what I used to, I almost cursed, what I used to complain about in and I, I caught myself. This is that's the impact of you two ladies. <laughs> I used to complain. They're like, I used to always complain about work. And you know, you're always on the computer typing your notes. And and now I've been I've been present and calm. Mm-hmm. And when they see me not getting as like Jackie's really good at what did you raise your voice? What what was that? Like <laughs> she'll call me out on these things nicely because I've modeled that. And the more I model it for them, because we want them to see that, the more I've shown them the, the nicer side of mom. Mm. I think that's huge. And I know Kyle and I have talked about that before, how, you know, in improving our health, how we became more patient and present moms. I yell a lot less now than I ever did before five years ago, (laughs) I still find myself having those moments, but Mm -hmm. it's more of a, right. And I acknowledge it walk away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. in fact, just, uh, just yesterday, it was one of those, you know, we're at ages where you ask, um, uh, so we've had shifts in our household of like mom does everything mom does everything for everyone. And I've just accepted that laundry dishes, making meals, so on and so forth. But we are definitely at ages in our household where we could be helpful. We Hmm. can, we can unload the dishwasher, clean up after ourselves, you know, clear the table after meals, things like that. And I've just never pursued it because it seemed like too much effort on my part to ask and then get refusals or ask me or get, you know, the, eh, like, I don't want to hear it. I'll just do it myself. And that's been helpful for the last five years as I've been learning, like, okay, when I ask that things happen and then they don't, I get frustrated. And so I'm going to avoid that. And I'm just going to be proactive and do it myself. But I'm like, Hmm, no, there's, there's things that I can be assisted with. And I'm not doing them any favors by sheltering them from those sorts of things. So that's been an interesting shift in trying to, your comment of um, let your kids stumble. We've been doing some stumbling. <laughs> and I and think it's okay. It's, it's okay. I it's mean, okay. Like, we all stumble. We Kids fall down when they learn to walk. Do they stop trying to walk? They get right back up again. We, we, we coddle a little too much, guilty, but we want them to be responsible, 
for their actions and we want them to be kind and trustworthy. They want, we want them to be who we're trying to be right now. Yeah. Right. Do, do we want them to be just moms in the future or do we want them to be fill in your child's name? I want Jackie to be Jackie. I don't need her to be anybody but her, but she's going to have multiple tentacles, if you will, thinking of little yeah. kids having stuffed animals with octopus. And she's going to have a piece of her that's providing to other children in the future. So there's a piece of her that wants to be a family member. There's a piece to her that wants to always go to Disney, you know, <laughs> but that's Jackie. And we want, we want, we need to I encourage everybody. We need to be us, not one job, even if it's the most important job in the world, AKA motherhood, that is not who we are. We yeah. are unique individuals who, when we model what we want for our kids, just imagine the trajectory of what can happen and, and not having to, you know, see them yeah. like, oh, I don't know how to do laundry because my mommy always did it. Oh, no, no, we can, we can do it together. We role model, we watch them, we encourage them, and we dust them off when they fall and say, it's okay. Just that calmness. It, it's freeing. freeing. Well, Sharon, I loved it because yes, Kitty and I, like I said at the beginning, have talked a lot about moms being busy, but I really loved what you said about this stage in motherhood of finding that identity. And now even as younger, you know, moms or with younger children and graduating children, it's the identity starts right away. Like it needs to start at, you know, as quickly as you can find where you feel like you belong. And, you know, a lot of things too, it's like, I'm still trying to figure out, do I love this? Do I want to do that? Do I, all these things, like it's, it's changing. Yes. I want to be known for certain things, but I just, I love the fact that we can just go and search and, and figure this out. And we don't have to be stuck at just being a mom. Um, I, I would, I would say when, when you think back to your early years as a mom and you were so desperate to finding time for a shower mm. to pick up a hobby or to continue your hobby, now's the time at this stage of my life. Now's the time that we're actually looking at, well, what can we spill, fill our time with? Mm. Listen, I have more time. It doesn't mean I have endless time open just because mm. I'm not a mother in a household Yeah, because mm. I am multiple things. I'm not spending my days 24 seven just on children. So going back to photography, going back to learning how to golf, Kyla said earlier, she was just <laughs> golfing this morning. Like go back to when you were so desperate looking for something to do with your life that you're like, I can't do it anymore. And you blame the kids for showing up. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Go mm -hmm. build your identity into who you want it to be, which is you doing things in life that make you mm -hmm. um, more enjoyable and pleasant yeah. to be around. But you know, the other part too, yeah. And I, I know we're going a little over, but the other part too, is that I now love to get my children involved. Like, whereas before it's, well, I can't do that. I don't have time to do that because I have children, you know, to, I have to be at home with children or they're involved in this and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm not, you definitely need that alone time. Trust me. I, I, I agree with that. But when they see me doing these things or, you know, going places or, you know, like the things I love traveling, golf, you know, sports or whatever it is. And they, it's given them that like, Hey, 
they're not a nuisance to me. They're not, you know, holding me back. They're not my excuse. And they are part of me and they are part of my identity. They're not my whole, like whole piece. So, I mean, they are my whole, but you know. Right. I mean, I think that's a good distinction though, because you can, your children can be a part of your why, you know, you can want to be better because of your children, but you shouldn't use your children as an excuse to not be able to fulfill the, the, the goals and dreams that you have. And having that identity piece of being open and having the permission to develop that identity, like go do something different, go, you know, if we're not finding ways to, you know, to keep us mentally sane, because let's be real, mental health concerns. I mean, that could be a whole other conversation. And in the world of everything being, you know, social media or virtual or what have you, finding something that gives you that community, that relationship of a, a relationship outside of the people in your household, right? Like that's really important. Here's your permission to do that mm-hmm. sooner than later. Find something that fuels your fire in some way outside of your children. And for anyone who's not a parent, you know, watching this, this could be you relating to your career. I Mm -hmm. see a lot of career focused, career driven men and women out there who don't have families because they have poured everything into their career. And what happens if that goes away tomorrow? What have you, what is your identity? Do you have one? So regardless of how this relates to you, hopefully it has been helpful, enlightening, motivating for you to go and find something that speaks to you and take a little time for yourself. So thank you, Sharon. Thank, thank you for you, jumping ladies. on. It was such, it was such fun. fun. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Thank you, Kitty. Yes, thank you. And if you are listening to this and this has sparked any new excuses or maybe just reminded you of an old excuse let us know i was looking for different ideas and different excuses to tackle so we'll see you next week